Hello everyone and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. Today's a special bonus podcast episode, not just because you're an amazing Dragons fan who subscribed to the podcast and shared it with all of your friends, but also because today is National Girls and Women in Sports Day. It's such an important moment to celebrate, reflect, and focus our efforts for equity in the games we play. Who better to discuss the topic than head women's basketball coach and now senior woman administrator, Carla Nelson. Coach Carla Nelson, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Um, the reason I really wanted to touch base with you, there's a couple, uh, but one is the, the recent news about you joining uh, an, an additional role as our senior women's administrator, or SWA, as we're probably going to call it a lot in this, this episode. Um, first and foremost, I guess, what made you interested in, in serving the department in that facet? Well, really, it was just uh, having a conversation with Doug and, you know, talking about some of the responsibilities that he saw that that position would um, need to cover at this point in time. And would that be something that interests me? And, you know, I thought more about it. And, you know, I, I thought, well, this might be an opportunity just to get my toes wet and some of the issues that are facing the NSIC and um, some issues that are facing our campus. So that that's really how it came about. And um, there you have it. The role of SWA might not be very clear to most people. Um, you know, you've, we've had Gloria Riapel uh, in that role for a very long time and others beforehand, but um, could you explain us a little bit about what an SWA actually does? Well, you know what? Um, so my role, as, as far as SWA is concerned, will be basically sitting in on NSIC meetings um, and voting on topics that affect uh, each sport and, you know, hopefully bringing a voice to the table from uh, the coaches side of things. And then, um, the other issue that I'll be working on or, or dealing with, or part of the job is title nine and some of the issues that face our campus and some of the issues that face, um, athletics. So those would be the two things that I touch on, but I will say when Gloria was here and Sylvia Barnier, um, you know, those roles probably went all the way from, uh, eligibility and compliance um, to Hall of Fame to, you know, basically every administrative role that you are or anything administratively that you have your hands on, you're involved in. So mine's going to be limited at this point And, you know, we'll see what else, if anything else interests me. And then I think Doug and I will just sit down and reevaluate it at the end of the school year and, you know, see if I was beneficial for athletics in MSU and, or, you know, um, if it's something that I enjoyed and then we we'll kind of go from there. Good. Well, you know, we thank you for, for helping us serve in this role, because as you mentioned at the beginning, you're a vote 
and each school only gets so many votes, athletic director and SWA. And, and uh, we've been without that vote uh, since Gloria Repel retired. So to have that additional vote representing MSUM and our student athletes um, and women across the, the, the league, um, it's good to have that voice back in the room again. Uh, so thank you for, for that service. Um, I, I guess I would like to just touch on your, your history with uh, <laughs> athletics and uh, you laugh because it's a rich one, I'm gonna say, um, but what were the, yeah. the opportunities like when you were a student athlete in college? Um, and what are some things that you, you see now as, as really exciting for, for women in sports? Well, I think, um, you know, when you're, when you're an athlete, you're kind of oblivious to maybe some of the inner workings of um, college athletics or just athletics in general. And, you know, for me, it, it was just about playing the sport or sports that I loved. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to have those opportunities. And, um, you know, I think the things that have changed or the, the funding that is uh, that is invested in women's sports. I think that that is growing, growing substantially, uh, whether it's an investment in operations, coaching, um, or scholarships. And I want to make sure that, you know, for me, the most important thing is uh, providing opportunities for our female student athletes and just athletes in general. I don't want to see opportunities lost. Um, and then the other thing that's really important for me is just, uh, you know, again, um, really promoting women coaches and administrators because uh, the numbers have dwindled and we want to make sure, or I want to make sure that, you know, when I'm done, that I've done everything that I can to uh, provide or help provide women an opportunity to coach, administrate, lead, um, find their voice. And I think it's, you know, that to me is the most important thing right now. How does that change happen? And you've seen different initiatives uh, from different people in different times of history of women in sports. Um, what, how does change happen for the better in those things? Is it simply a numbers and representation game? Or, or what, what do you think really gets results in, in, in the change category? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, first you have to have, um, women in those positions that have found their voice and, and kind of lead the way. And then you also have to have people on the other side, the male counterparts, um, you know, also voicing, you know, their um, support of women administrators and coaches and athletes. You know, so I think it's a, you know, twofold here. And, you know, but for me, I feel like when you have strong women or in strong leadership, regardless men or women, that really, really promote and try to find that those um, or provide opportunities for women and then mentor those opportunities for women instead of just hiring women and then they they struggle and then you get rid of them and you hire maybe the you know, the male in that position, uh, you know, I'd like to see more mentorship, um, whether it be, uh, you know, at the coaching level, um, the administration level, even the university level is just mentoring women and, and helping them find their, their, their voice in that 
that comfort zone and where they feel comfortable um, pursuing these jobs and, and being successful. I, I know your history with your efforts on this. Um, one thing that stands out among a lot of them is the, uh, the women's scramble, because I think it's such a special moment um, every year where a women's only tournament, which is rare, uh, played in by a lot of former collegiate athletes um, with the goal of raising scholarships and helping create opportunities for participation. You mentioned um, the leaders in those roles, uh, leading and, and creating those opportunities, but it's also making sure that those opportunities don't just go away by creating the funding and things like that. So just touch a little bit on how important that effort specifically is and a few things that you know, you've done to, uh, to create those opportunities and, and be a, a strong woman in a, in a leadership role with a voice. Well, first of all, the, the scramble might not seem that important to, you know, a lot of people. It might just be a, a golf tournament, but really it, what it is is an opportunity to bring, uh, bring an alumni back, uh, women in some prestigious positions uh, to that tournament, and then, um, you know, just providing that social setting and uh, a day of fun and but I think it goes even beyond that. It, it, you, when you kind of look around at that day and you see who's there, um, it really fires you up because it's a lot, it's a diverse group of women that have roles in the community from uh, teachers to uh, bank execs to owners of businesses. So, um, you know, and my goal throughout that, the whole thing is just to bring women together, whether you're a Dragon alum or not, and really to, um, I don't know, to maybe put on display all the successes that these women have. And it doesn't matter how big or small, it, it's just really to sh showcase that. And then, you know, really it's a great day to exchange ideas, get to meet new people, uh, talk about what we're doing in dra Dragon Athletics and on our campus at MSUM. And then it's a, it allows those women to talk about the things that they're doing. So, you know, it, it, there's a lot of things that happen on that day. It's not just golf, but of course, you and I both know we love golf. So it, it, there is somewhat, you know, that you still want to win and everything. But, you know, it's certainly, you know, growing. And, you know, I take a lot of pride in that. And it's actually, you know, I've gained a lot of friends just through that one. And I, I, I bring it up specifically because you and I are there. We get to see it. Uh, we get to see not just the, the friendships, the bonds, the stories, the, I don't, it's such a wonderful thing to see in person. And not a lot of people even know it exists. And you no. get to see this collection of women from our region, from our area with so much influence in one spot that had been touched by collegiate athletics or MSUM at some, some point or, or you. Um, and it's, so it, it's, I, I wanted to specifically bring this up in this episode because you and I get to be there and experience it. And a lot of people don't even know it exists, but how important it is uh, to those, those individuals who participate. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, talk in this and that back and forth of trying to win and all that. Uh, but it's, it's just such a really 
cool thing you don't see very often. Um, and I applaud, you know, you and your efforts in putting on that event. And I know there's a team of people that help you do that, but it's, it's really kind of a special thing. And it's a unique thing that I think really showcases the influence that sports has had on women in our community and the influence that it continues to provide our community, which I think is one of the biggest takeaways that I get from seeing all those people every year is like you said, right. bank execs, leaders, strong women who get together and, and create a community, a, a support system of people who are going after the same things and trying to create opportunities for that next group of, of women who are going to come up through and um, create more opportunities and more opportunities and make it a domino effect. And so how do you sustain these things that we just talked about? How we talked about, you know, the opportunities, the participation, the advocacy, the leadership, how does it continue on this traje trajectory without taking steps backwards? Well, I think the biggest thing is relationships. You know, I have, um, for me, it's, you know, it's over 20 years of building relationships with a lot of the, those people that have continued to support that event. And, you know, I don't take those relationships for granted. Um, a lot of those ladies are, you know, people I see on a regular basis. Some are people I see maybe once or twice a year, and some are, I only see them on that day. But, you know, I really take the time out to, to meet and greet people and, and build those relationships. And because I, I think if you neglect that part, you know, there's always that tendency for it to go backward. And the one thing that I hear over and over and over again is um, women raising money for women athletics and women athletes. I think women take a lot of pride in that and uh, they want to help out any way they can and on this day, that's, you know, they get to golf and enjoy the day. But, um, you know, their main goal there is to raise money for our scholarships for women's athletics. And, you know, I, I appreciate that. And I, it's something that we continually discuss. But for me, I believe it's been successful because of just the relationships that, you know, I and athletics has built with these, these women leaders in our community. And I will say that, you know, most of that tournament is paid for. Uh, by uh, women business people, women business leaders. And so I, that to me gets me fired up. And that right there um, inspires me to continue to work hard and keep putting that tournament on. And, um, you know, every year it's been successful. We've never lost money on that tournament. We've always raised money. And that's something I take great pride in. I think, you know, we've been putting that tournament on for over 20 years. And my guess is that tournament itself is probably generated, you know, somewhere between one hundred and fifty and two hundred thousand dollars, if you really, really looked at the numbers closely. Um, but unfortunately, I don't always get to see all of the numbers, <laughs> so I don't know the exact specifics. But you know, I would say that it's generated that amount of money, and that's just one day, uh, you know, for hours that that's what that you know tournament is probably raised so you know the other cool thing is uh even you know i get the concordia uh women's hockey coach over there and she's golfing it and she thinks it's great because her main goal is to support women's sports and you know what's better than that i mean that's that's terrific you know that just speaks volumes of number one somebody who uh lives and breathes uh, women's sports at this time and 
doesn't care what, what logo, what school you represent, uh, just wants to support women's sports. And I, before we go, I want to touch on just two things. Um, I'd be remiss about not mentioning the athletes themselves. Uh, how important are the opportunities to play collegiate sports for women in, in developing them as, as, as people? And I know we've, we've talked about this, but share with our, our viewers and listeners um, how important those opportunities to participate, to play, to compete are for student athletes? Oh, you know, it provides them, you know, the, that uh, work ethic, um, understanding how teams function. Um, you know, when you really pay the price and you put the time and effort into your craft of whatever sport you play, um, you know, just that dedication takes you right into your profession and you understand what it takes to be successful and success can vary. I mean, there's, you know, it, it can be pretty simple or it can be very complicated, but it, regardless is um, only really you can measure the, the success part. You know, the, I think public eyes will always try to tell you what success looks like, but really I think internally you know what success is. Uh, but you know what, sports and the opportunity sports provides provides you gives you that foundation. And the other thing that I I I truly believe that sports is is a way for women to find their voice. And uh, when when you become a leader of a team or of a department, let's say your your SAC president, you know those things are going to benefit you in the real world. And you know my job right now is is to help women find their voice so that when there are causes or a job they go interview for, they're not intimidated by their surroundings, they, their surroundings and they actually go after it aggressively. And it, I always, you know, refer back to, you know, something Lindsay Hartman always said that if you can play for Coach Nelson, you can do just about anything. Uh, and, you know, that's my goal is to, to, really mentor these women and help them find that voice. Yeah. And I, I, I've known a lot of your alums and one thing they always talk of other than just surviving you is, is how much potential you see in them beyond their own vision. So it's more than right. I think creating the voice and the confidence it's seeing themselves in a different way and seeing their potential um, and being pushed past what they thought was possible. So when presented with something that seems impossible, it's not as scary. And right. when we, we talk about the days that we've experienced and the hard, hard times everybody's gone through re recently, I, I can't think of a more valuable lesson out of all of this than that is to be able to endure um, not just, you know, adversity, but to be able to look deep inside yourself and expect more. Um, even sometimes when you see, don't see it yourself. And it's, it's really great to have that community that you've helped create in this area uh, for student athletes and such. And so, you know, we've talked about all facets. The one thing we're trying to do with this podcast. And uh, one of the reasons why I want to talk to you today was uh, upcoming on February 3rd, it's national women in sports day. And so when we talk about creating awareness 
why we're here right now talking about this topic. Um, it, it, it's important. And, and how important do you think it is to have, you know, the day to also, I know SAC is doing some things with uh, Women's History Month coming up soon. How, how important is it for, for us to take ownership of creating awareness? Cr I mean, creating opportunities to invest, creating opportunities to participate. How important is spreading this message of the power of women in sports? Well, I mean, it, it kind of goes without saying. I mean, I think it's vitally important. You know, I, I guess I can't wait for the day when um, men and women truly understand what Title IX is all about. You know, I think we're still really trying to get that message out, what Title IX was really meant to do, not just for women, but for men also. And, but when we're talking about women, um, you know, I just think providing these opportunities and making people aware of the, the positives that these opportunities uh, uh, provide for women, I mean, is, is it's hard to measure. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing that I, and I'm going to go back to kind of something that you were talking about before too, before you asked me this question is, you know, the one thing when I look at, there was one gal that I coached in softball. She was a catcher for me when I was the softball coach here at MSU. And it's, you know, over 20 years ago, she came in just this meek, you know, very shy, uh, introvert. And, you know, what I saw, what athletics and, developing confidence in herself. What I saw in her was just, um, she had changed so much as a junior. She was, you know, she, she ran events for me at MSU. She was a team captain, um, very confident, uh, very self-assured. So that's what, when you provide women these opportunities, that's what you see is just the the ability to transform yourself from this shy, maybe unsure young woman to somebody who is very confident because these opportunities provide that. And um, there's nothing better than that. Absolutely not. So let's keep up the good work and uh, keep up the great work in your new role as SWA at MSUM. And uh, thank you for your time today on the MSUM Dragons podcast. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you, Carla, for sharing your story, your memories, and now your efforts to improve MSUM, the NSIC, and the NCAA for our student-athletes. Personally, something changed in me the first time I stood in front of the Gender Equity Committee at MSUM, and I had to stand up there and do a presentation and define what we do, why we do it, and how we consider equity in everything. Going through that helped me realize ways that we could do better, how I could do better. And then something else changed. We had a daughter. We took her to her first women's basketball game at MSUM and how she watched and cheered and saw strong women being great at what they do. Now she's gotten to know many of those athletes and many other dragons, and I believe that my job as a dad is to create every opportunity that I can for her to be happy. And I get to do that for my daughter and the daughters of other parents, hoping for the same thing by keeping equity at the forefront of my mind 
at all times. And I'd want someone to do that for my daughter, and I'm proud to be able to impact that for theirs. Thank you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast today, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. Thanks again, stay safe, and of course, go Dragons! Dragons!